Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Sure appreciate you making us a part of your day. The show is brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And uh, in the studio this morning, we've got Teresa Ortega. She uh, she's the We're going to call her the driving force behind Good Samaritan Ministries. Uh, it, it, thanks so much for, for coming in this morning. I sure appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Uh, can you, I, I, I guess for, for those that don't know, can you introduce yourself to yeah. the listeners? I'm Teresa Ortega. I'm the executive director of Good Samaritan Ministries, and I'm coming up on a little over 10 years now being there. I just love the place. I love the services. I have a great team. So, so, so ten years—that's that, a—I mean—that's a benchmark, right? Anything is. with a zero or a five—that's a big I deal. I agree with you, you know, and I think the average stay for a lot of directors is five years. Yeah. So I feel pretty. Is good it about from it. from burnout or from just wanting a new challenge, or, or, or what is that? I don't know. Um, for me, I don't like to change jobs. You know, I can really count probably the three main jobs I've had. I usually stay pretty long. I well, that's good because uh, we you're in a good spot for us. We we don't want you to move either. I'm not going anywhere. Montana's <laughs> my home. My uh, dad was born and raised in Butte, so I feel very okay. much a part of Montana. Yeah, and, and so ten years at Good Samaritan. How how did you end up there? Like, how is that a spot that you landed in? So my husband came up in 2000. I think it was 2006, and he was at Carroll. And ran the capital campaign. And so I came up and we came up with one of our kids. And I had seen this position online before I left and just threw my hat in the ring for it. I'd know nothing about running a store. Um, always worked in social services of one type or another. <laughs> so um, it just, it's a great place. I, I, it's a great place to be. It's part of the community, which I like community based organizations and yeah. building the team around the community. So, and of course, you mentioned the store. That's sort of like the the public facing aspect of Good mm-hmm. Samaritan. Everybody sort of knows, but uh, obviously, your day includes more than that. I mean, when you go to work later this morning, what what does your day to day look like for you and your job? So, what I usually try and do when I get there is to just walk around and see the staff and talk to them, see how their evening was, those that have worked at night, or see what anyone needs. It's been pretty sparse lately. We've really had a hard time hiring. So, yeah. um, and mostly now just to walk around and just give people support. And I really appreciate you for sticking with us. We have a core group in the back and uh, on the dock and in the production area in a core group up front that it has really stuck with us. So. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, I mean, that, that's, that says a lot about you, honestly, and about your leadership, that that's a focus for you, of going around just, you know, saying good job. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, I, I think a, a lot of people in a management position don't necessarily realize j- just how much that means. Just, just a, really hey, I, I see what you're doing. Right, right. And, you know, I when I first became an executive director, oh, it was two jobs ago, I think, um, I, I always said I didn't want to be the type of director this door was always closed. So, and our setup is pretty de- weird down there. My door is a hall, my office is a hallway <laughs> to the back. It's a weird design. But it, the door is never closed. People come in all the time between staff and customers and clients to talk about things. Um, and I like it that way. 
Yeah. Because I get to know people. Teresa Ortega is our guest on Coffee Break this morning, the executive director out there at Good Samaritan Ministries. And I'm, I'm kind of curious, uh, Teresa, when you got there, like you said, you, you threw your hat in the ring, thought, I'll give this a shot, yeah. you know, 10 years ago. What kind of surprised you when you got there? Because there, there's got to be things that maybe you thought you knew about the organization or you had a, you had a notion of, but there, there are always things when you get in a new job that you didn't fully understand. I'm, I'm curious what sticks out for you there. Well, I believe serving people, no matter what the need is, if it's a disability, if it's a poverty, whatever, the, you're serving people, and that's just part of what I do. Um, I think the surprise was the thrift store, because I'd never worked in retail. Never. <laughs> yeah, and, and you had to learn very quickly. Had to learn quickly, and I remember the first week I jumped up on the cashier's station because I wanted to learn it, and that was an experience, and I have the utmost respect for cashiers now. And they don't let you back, or are you welcome back? They don't like me back there. <laughs> they they worry when I get up there. <laughs> but I do it. I can do Teresa it. Teresa walks up to the register. Everybody goes, what is wrong? Oh, we no. know something's wrong if Teresa's up here. Well, it's not common for one of the staff to say, it's okay, I got this. <laughs> but the line's really long. It's okay. It's okay, we got this. Yeah. So so what that might, what might that be for listeners, I suppose, sort of the, that same thing? Like what, what might surprise listeners out there about – Good Samaritan and, and what it is that Good Samaritan does. Well, I think, you know, just to step back a minute, what you just asked and what was a challenge for me was also to integrate the store into our services mm -hmm. because many people didn't know that we had services for people. And at that time, when I first came in, I was gone for two years with my husband, so there was a little break. But, you know, it was people didn't know we had the services and the availability to help people that we did. So it was really combining the two and letting people know we're not just this thrift store. That was a huge challenge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Teresa Ortega with us from Good Samaritan Ministries this morning. And, uh, you know, it, it's we've worked into the second month of the year, but I think we're still close enough that we can do that look back, look ahead thing. Yeah. Like, I think we still qualify. Oh, we barely so. got out of January. So, you know, I, I guess we can start with the backward thing. I mean, 2021, not an easy year in, mm -hmm. uh, in so many ways for, for so many, mm -hmm. uh, certainly for businesses, nonprofits, uh, charities, it, it was tough. So when you look back at uh, the year, I guess sum up 2021 for Good Samaritan Ministries. What, what does that look like? It was tiring. It was exhausting. Um, there was a lot of, there is, still continues to be a lot of need there. Um, at the same time, I saw the staff that just didn't quit. They kept working and kept working throughout this whole last year. Um, we've, we've experienced many people sick. I've never been in a place where we've had so many staff sick, I mean, seriously ill, being mm -hmm. transferred, and then family members dying. So it was a rough year for us. Um, I never thought we'd see that. And we're still in the middle of that, but it, the pandemic really threw us for a loop. Um, we're very fortunate. We have amazing accountants that work with us and helped us with uh, the loan, the um, PPL, they called mm -hmm. it, loan that got us through and we had to close and we did some things to keep income coming in. Um, our assistance ministry never stopped. We just changed the way we provided services. And when we were closing at the height of the pandemic, people would be, would be met where they were in an open space 
so that um, we could do the services and stay safe. We did a lot of services on the computer via Zoom meetings or phone calls. So it really opened up a new world for us. We have someone that's out now and we just Zoomed her appointment in together and got the person what needed to be done, done. So I think that pandemic over the last year was very, very challenging and difficult, but it did open up other avenues for us. And I think we're getting a lot more work done a lot faster. Yeah, I think it's interesting that this was not easy for, for anybody, but there's a lot of, when you reflect back, of especially the, the, the technological things that yes. we were sort of forced into mm-hmm. and we, we got a little bit tired of, uh, but there are some elements of that where a lot of organizations are looking at it going, you know what, some aspect of that we might keep going forward yeah. when, when the world is back to whatever normal mm-hmm. is. Is there some of that for you that's going to stick around in, oh, in some form? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, like I said, we have two accountants. Um, we have well, we have um, a third party, if you will, that comes in and just reviews and works with our our existing. Um, we call her fiscal manager, and that's Heather Hudson, who has her own business and who is absolutely amazing, and she um, works all at home. And we just um, sent off our fiscal manager to work at home so we could use the office for something else. And that's a perfect position to mm-hmm. work at home. I think sometimes I was a little leery of doing that, thinking everybody had to be in the office, which I think everyone thought. We were building huge buildings for offices. So in our, um, our in-house, Brianna Trent does an amazing job as well, the two of them and then our team together. So, you know, it works fine, and we're saving that office space, so it works well. Um, Our HR person works at home one day a week, mostly to do catch-up and keep up with that. A lot of people, when they've been sick, they they haven't felt well. They'd rather just work at home instead of just take a sick day. So we're going to continue with that. I really like the Zoom meetings. It's cut down driving. It's not that I don't like to chat. I love to chat, but I can turn that off and get right back to something else. So we're going to stick with that and go yeah. in that direction. We did pull back the masks. We've had plenty of people that are angry at us, and, and I apologize for that. But our staff just continued to get sick and sick and sick, and we just could not do it anymore. So we did put the masks in. I want to say it's not totally for the, pandi- the virus. or you know, There's nasty stuff going around. And everybody's sick. Like I said, we've lost people. We've lost family members, so we are going to do it, and people get mad, and I'm sorry, but this was a call I had to take for right now. Yeah, It's not going to be indefinite. We just need to keep people well. Yeah, Teresa Ortega is with us this morning on Coffee Break, and uh, I, th- I think uh, we'll, we'll probably take our break right now, and then we've got lots more to chat about, so we'll be back right after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In 
In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. It's Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging with us today. The show is brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. And we've got Teresa Ortega in the studio with us this morning. She is the straw that stirs the drink out there at Good Samaritan <laughs> Ministry. Well, that might be Sarah, but, uh, but uh, feel, ter- yeah. Teresa is the one stirring that straw. Uh, she's the executive director out there. And we were talking about some of the challenges from last year. But uh, I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't look at the other side of that coin that there had to be successes mm-hmm. in, in 2021 as well. Mm-hmm. There were, um, along with pr- making sure people continued to get services when everything was shut down. That was huge. That was huge. And there were still many, many homeless. Um, at the time, we wrote a grant at, with Rocky Mountain Development Council for our street outreach person. And that that was really a great grant. And it was a perfect, it is a great grant. We're still using it. But a perfect time to go in because that's when things were closed and people didn't know what to do and they were scared. So we that position at that time started just going out on the streets, finding people. They knew who people were. People would call the store and say, there's someone on the corner. And the staff would run out there and do that. So we've continued that grant work. Very excited about it. Yeah. Um, so that was a huge success. Um, I think the other thing is we, re- we provide services to many people over the last two years that were homeless through a hotel with, again, the grant through Rocky Mountain Development Council. And of that... It wasn't just a shelter over your head. It was, here's two days to figure out where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Because once people's, people are off the street, they can start thinking, what do yeah. I need to do? Well, what can you think about when that's, I mean, you, you have to sort of prioritize. Right. And it's survival you know, number one on the list is how do I eat? How do I stay warm? Right. Where am I going to sleep? How do I survive? Yeah. So we've... Um, Really, um, I wish I had brought the percentages, but they're very interesting to read. Um, we've housed many, many people out of there. We've helped people get to treatment of one kind or another through that. Um, there are folks that have self-resolved, which I think is the best, because they've got the time to sit down and think what I want to do, and we've helped them contact family members or just where they want, what they've wanted to do, and they've self-resolved. Of course, you always have that percentage, which was pretty low, that just isn't ready. Yeah. And that was okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it, what's great to hear is that there were certainly challenges, there were hurdles, there were struggles, whatever we wanted, whatever we want to tag them, uh, there, there were challenges. And it sounds like you, your staff, you rose to meet those and that has yeah. to make you as uh, as the executive director out there as the leader out there you, you have to feel good ab- about not just the organization but the, the people inside the organization oh absolutely it's an amazing group and you know we really work with i'd say the majority of our staff have lived experiences that have been through what our clientele that come in for services have been through so they can relate to it i could not relate the one-on-one that way 
I haven't been through the treatment. I haven't been through other issues. So they're the ones that are the key in running. You say I stir the pot or stir the drink. Um, I Yeah, but they're the ones that are providing the service because I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it is, uh, I guess, uh, it's getting colder. It, it, it's really cold right it's now. Really Thankfully, cold. it's only going to be a couple of days. But uh, once the weather changes, I think that always sort of draws our focus to, um, you know, when we're talking about those who are homeless in our community, and you, mm-hmm. you mentioned them, of course, and, and that a large uh, percentage of the people that you work to serve. Uh, but right now, and, and we talked with uh, Emily McVeigh yesterday from the United Way, you know, it, it was an issue two years ago, five years ago in Helena, but now uh, scarcity and cost, it, it makes it, it's huge. It, it's a very big problem for a lot of people. It is huge. You know, and what we want to keep in focus, because those of us that are in the field, we can talk about this, the homelessness, what are we going to do? This is what it is. This is what it is. And, and sometimes I say we get jaded because that's our reality. Mm-hmm. But what we have to remember too is that there's other people living in this community that we have to keep safe as well. We need to help provide a nice living space for everyone. So it's opening up both worlds and how do we live together with both worlds and take care of both worlds. So what are you doing? What's Good Samaritan Ministries doing to help with that problem? I mean, there are so many organizations that are trying. What are the steps that you've taken to say, you know what, we think this will help? You know, we work with a lot of the organizations. We really do. We're very fortunate to have the relationship with almost all of them, I think. I can't think of one that we don't have a decent relationship with. To um, try and make it easier on those going out, but then try and educate the community. And what can you do to be part of this? And um, what I always like to say is to break down those walls sometimes and to help people is if you see someone that's homeless, just say hello. Mm-hmm. Treat them like they're a person. Smile at them. Um, and we get so busy, and we don't think that's part of our world, um, and we just keep walking fast. We're in such a fast pace right now. And and it happened to me the other day. I was walking downtown somewhere, and someone was sitting there just up against the wall. And I walked right past the person, and I took a, I stopped, and I backed up. And there's nothing wrong with stopping and going back. And I just said, hey, how you doing today? Are you okay? And he looked at me and he says, yeah, I'm fine. But it's just to treat someone. And I yeah. think that'll bring us all together. Yeah, I mean, nobody, regardless of situation or circumstance, uh, n- nobody wants to feel invisible. And, and that's so sad. It really does happen. And there, uh, some of our really amazing histories and you sit down and talk to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had people that have been publishers and all types of different things, including someone. This was my favorite. We had a gal with us for a while and um, helping her. She was dubbed the queen of the hobos way back in the <laughs> 80s. Wow. But the stories this woman could tell that we could all learn from. And, you know, there are all parts of society. I want to have her on the show now. Oh, she was amazing. <laughs> Uh, Teresa Ortega is with us this morning. We've got uh, I've got seven minutes and change left with her. If there's someone out there listening that's going, hey, I want to help, right? Like the, the, we have such a great audience, such a responsive, uh, caring audience. I, I know there's somebody going, okay, well, what can I do? What's what's your answer to that? How, how do listeners help? Um, again, I want to run back how you can really help overall society like, uh, like that is. Help us not treat people as they're invisible. 
they're part of our society. They're part of our world. Um, so, you know, be, being said that, you know, there's, we could, this time of year, we can always use blankets, blankets to keep those that there are people that spent the night out last night and our, our assistance coordinator, Ara, um, and she knows just about everyone in town and the other agencies know and work with her. She was out making sure last night people had plastic over their tents. They had covers and were warm. Um, and she said something yesterday that I think we all need to think about too. I, we had someone in a tent outside that had nowhere to go and we were just kind of say, okay, you can stay here. Someone drove up with a pickup truck and went into one of the tents and threw blankets in there. And I was telling her about that and she says, that's great, but that's their home. Yeah. I hope they tried to get through. So if you have stuff, please bring it to the front office. We'd be happy to take that. Um, you can look online at our website. It's um, goodsamhelena.org. And there are all of our programs there that explains each one of our programs that we would love for people to look at and say, this is where I want to send my money, yeah. my funds. If it's $20 a month, you know, by the end of the year, that adds up for us and it can pay a bill or it can help someone with food or whatever they may need. <clears throat> because you do have, uh, you know, and important to note, I think you have other programs. You have a lot of programs, lot of programs, certainly more than probably many people realize. Absolutely. And we just redid our website about a year ago and it, it really helped to get that word out about how much we do have. So we have the inside ministry, we have the street outreach, we have our place drop-in center down on Last Chance Gulch. So there's lots and lots of programs people could really be a help to in any way that we would just be so thankful for. Yeah, and so, so people, the easiest thing for people to do, just get online to find get out online, information about this. I would love to meet people for a cup of coffee or wherever and just talk about what our program i love to talk about good sam as you can tell yeah yeah well and and one thing you, you mentioned that's that, that's worth circling back to before we run out of time we've got about five minutes left uh, just staffing uh, like everybody else you're having issues keeping people on staff it sounds like it, it, it's it's a struggle and it's it's very very frustrating because we'll get the ad out someone will come in or we'll sign them up for an interview and they won't show up for the interview. Then they'll come for the interview and they'll work a day or they won't show up for their first day of work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's really struggling and that's where I see staff fatigue. So we're trying to do things for our staff and we buy food and different things will be coming up for our staff. So employment, I mean, let, let's put out the, uh, the on-air uh, want ad. I mean, who is it that you're looking for? So we're looking for someone for the front desk. We're looking for an assistant for, to help our and the assistant ministries overall. That would be part-time. I believe there's a doc position and a couple of production positions open. So it just um, look online or just give us a call to find out what's open. Um, we may not get back to you right away because we have no one up front. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to... So that's the one we want to fill first. Yeah, we really need that position. And, and that position we may just um, change a little bit to be a receptionist admin assistant. Try and make it a little more interesting. 
Yeah. Well, and and this is a place where you know you, you you're going to get a job, and that's one thing, and you're going to get your paycheck. But it's more than that, it's and it's got to be that. very rewarding. What rewarding. you do every day. Every day. Every day. Go home exhausted, but to think back and say, okay, what are we going to do tomorrow? I never get tired of putting my feet on the floor and saying, okay, what's going on today? Or who's doing what? And um, it is rewarding. And a lot of our staff have come in and they've moved up into different positions with us. So what, Teresa, we, in our final few minutes here, what can uh, we, we look back? I mean, if we look ahead, what's in store for Good Samaritan Ministries in the next 10 months? So one of the big things in store for the next 10 months is, or maybe a little bit longer, we would like to, we're working with the city on the possibility of finding a, a place to have a, another homeless crisis, if you will, unit for someone that we can run the hotel like we're running the hotel right now, mm -hmm. because that money will run out, and I believe it's June of this year. So we're hoping to work towards that. We've talked to the city council. We've talked to the um, folks that are working with what's called ARPA, Money American Recovery Act program. So we'll see. You know, we'd really like to do that. I think we have a proven record right now over the last almost two years of work running the hotels people are homeless getting people stabled and out on jobs or whatever they need um the problem's not going to go away the issue is how do we handle this better and all work together and live together yeah because if the problem isn't addressed it's not a ignore it and it's no. going to go away ignore it it's not going to stay the same either it's only going to get no. worse if if there's not work done to address it right and if there's exactly and if there's not some type of funding source to keep it going and of course we do our fundraising and helena community is very generous um the the community of helena has helped us put on a new roof well i haven't put it on yet but we're almost there almost there so we're going to run an open campaign when spring hits before we start because we are just in the, we're just finishing up the silent campaign. Okay. So, and that was a different change too. Yeah. Fundraising, yeah. you can't do anything outside. So yeah. it, it was a new world, and you guys, uh, you navigated it well. Uh, we've got uh, just one minute left, uh, Teresa. So, if people want to find out any more about anything we talked about this morning, it sounds like either online or, or just swing on into the store and uh, say, "Hey, Teresa sent me. Who do I talk to?" Give me a call. Um, you can call at the store. And I'll get the messages or ask for Sarah, our marketing person, who is just the one navigated the fundraising for the new roof. Did an amazing job. So um, we're all there to answer our questions. You want to hear more about the store? Call Michelle. You know, get, call the store and ask for Michelle. So. Well, and Teresa, you're in charge. So I think you have the ability to uh, put Sarah on the air. The, the oh, next time you she know that's, she, she likes coming me. as chaperone no, but uh I, I think you have the authority to draw her <laughs> short wonder. straw for her because <laughs> no. I'd, I'd love to chat with her on the air she she is we fantastic. need to get her on and talk i know i know i've filled so many spots it's okay well, it's okay mind. it's coming up we're we'll, we'll ease you into it teresa ortega uh the uh, executive director of good samaritan ministries we're all out of time we'll see you tomorrow thank you I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.